0: Hello, hello everyone, my name is Melanie Y. Evans. I am a bilingual pediatric speech language pathologist, culturally competency expert, and early career coach here to talk about speech pathology from a culturally responsive lens. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pediatric Speech Sister Show. This episode was previously recorded on Instagram Live, so please forgive any glitches with audio or audience interaction. If you are interested in watching the live, you can visit my Instagram page at Pediatric Speech Sister. I've also included the IG live replay link in the show notes. So, without further ado, let's get to the episode. Hi, everyone! Thank you all for um, who will be joining us today. I'm so excited to be having Kelly Vess back on live. Um, as y'all know, it is the holiday season. Not everyone celebrates the holidays this season. Um, oh, and then that's Kelly joining us. Not everyone celebrates the holiday this season. Um, so what we want to do is just make sure that we are doing inclusive speech therapy during this time. So I'm going to go ahead and let Kelly join. Kelly is one of my favorite preschool SLPs, y'all. If you are a preschool SLP, I just I just give y'all a round of applause because um, that is not for the faint of heart. And we love the babies, we really do, but it takes all the energy and creativity in the world. <coughs> Hi, Kimmy. Hello, Kelly. Hey, Happy hey, it's to so be good here. To have
1: you back? Oh, I'm awesome. I'm I'm so happy I'm here with my favorite Instagram SLP, my what? agent of change, Melanie Evans.
0: I love <laughs> I was it. just telling them um how I'm so happy to have you and how you're one of my favorite preschool SLPs mm. and just how I commend all the preschool SLPs out there because that job is not for the pain of the faint of heart. We love our babies, right. but it takes all the energy and creativity in the world to do that job. So I just commend you. <laughs> I know. Round of applause. I do too. We're amazing. Yes, Jazz snaps for y'all. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, how you know, has the school been? Uh, the school year been for you, Kelly?
1: You know, it's been great. It's been really great. Um, I must admit, like. I'm now I'm going on year 20, right? Of being a preschool, yeah, speech language pathologist. And you know what happens in the last four years? All of my, my best discoveries have okay. happened. You know, every single session I have, I always go to the drawing board afterwards. And I always say, what, what can I do differently? I'm very, okay. and you're like that too. aren't you? Yes, you're, you're oh, always definitely, growing. definitely, yes. And, and you just keep struggling and struggling and struggling. And I think there's something about the 10,000-hour r- rule. There really is. And then things just start clicking. And you're like, big discoveries, big Tell me about that 10,000-hour um, rule. What's that yeah. rule about? You know, Malcolm Gladwell, he says, if you do something for 10,000 hours, you become really masterful at it. Right. So the Beatles, for instance, they used to play in a strip club in Hamburg for eight hours a day. And then that's why they're so talented at such a young age. It has to do with all of that, that practice. And, uh, and so I, I, I have been lately, I've been having amazing, amazing games. Uh, but like I said, it took so much elbow grease and such a chisel over the years to the rocks. And then there's some big discoveries. And it's, so it's really, it's really exciting. You can really- That ch-
0: is exciting.
1: Yeah, at the preschool level you can take a child and you can change the outcomes 180 uh the next 100 years of their lives. It's so awesome. It's fabulous.
0: And that's that's pretty much what makes it so fulfilling too is just knowing mm-hmm. that you made that impact for the rest of their lives. So you know that you made that impact when they become adults even.
1: Yeah, yeah. It it is it is amazing. I I haven't always been this good at <laughs> what I've done, but what's been happening lately is I specialize in children with autism spectrum disorder. And now what's happening is these children, when they come to you at the elementary level, they're losing their um, certification of autism. They're mm-hmm. having back and forth conversations. I really, you can completely mm-hmm. really preschool level. You can change a child from being pre-verbal conversational in a year, but it doesn't come naturally. Right. so it it takes so much. um, The details
0: matter. Takes a lot of hard work. Yeah. So the details do matter. The expertise definitely matters to go from pre-verbal to conversational. So thank you for all you do, Kelly, for our preschool.
1: Yeah, it's it's great. And you know, Melanie, what is it about you? You're always ahead of the ball game. You're always, you, I, I think that we have all this fray going on and you don't engage in that, in the back and forth fighting. You just step over it and you, and you show us a better way. You say, let's, thank let's, you. I love that. Let's just continue to move forward. And yeah, I, thank you. Yeah your topic tonight about being inclusive in schools is so timely. It gives me goosebumps. I don't like that it's this timely. But considering what happened in Oxford, Michigan last, last week right. um, and how important it is that children feel like I belong here. I belong in school. Uh, Amazing uh how you have this way of seeing this is a real issue that we need to address that really matters, um, and let's move forward and do
0: better. thank you so much for saying that kelly that just that just warmed my whole spirit. Thank you for that um, because really, you know it takes a lot of ignoring the noise, mm-hmm. I think especially with social media so You know, even though even though you see a lot of posts from me, I actually don't get on social media a lot (laughs) because it's very distracting and also it could be very draining um, just because of everything going on in the world. Um, And so that kind of distracts us from the mission and from the ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. Um, So you know, right now what we're talking about now that it's the holiday season and just Mm -hmm. like you said, children, the goal is for us to make children feel welcome in the schools and the mainstream environments especially if their cultures aren't mainstream. So Christmas is a mainstream holiday for us, right? So but not everyone celebrates Christmas. I even think back to Thanksgiving, not everyone celebrates Thanksgiving. Um, And so I wanted to bring you on because that's kind of the challenging thing for us as speech therapists and even educators. How can we incorporate themes of the holiday without one offending people and without one excluding people. Um, Because I know, especially children, you know, when they look around at their peers, and they're looking around like, I don't know anything about this. For example, today at my school, it was wear some sort of holiday hat. So you know, you saw the cute kids with their um, headbands with the antlers and the Santa Claus hats and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But what about the children who don't celebrate those holidays? So that's why I wanted to bring you on Mm -hmm. um, as just an expert preschool SLP who can maybe just give some insight on what other preschool SLPs or SLPs who treat preschoolers can do to make kids feel inclusive during this time. So I want to give yourself a chance to introduce yourself. I did do like a little introduction, but I don't know Mm -hmm. if I did justice. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you go ahead and do that.
1: All right. Okay. I'm Kelly Vess. I do research regarding preschool age intervention on all areas related to preschool. I research and I develop intervention based on that research. And I'm also a clinical instructor and an author. Under preschool level, I have no idea what's going on there. Over preschool level, I have no idea what's going on there. But at the preschool level, I'm all in. So anything related to preschool, uh, it's like, let's, let's talk. Uh, After the, I I have, I've got nothing. So that, that's my MO. Mm -hmm. I like what you're saying. Okay. All right. So let's talk. Let's talk about what can do at the preschool level, right?
0: To be more inclusive. All
1: right. So this week, I, I've just broken it down, right? This week is Kwanzaa week.
0: Oh, wonderful. I'm so (laughs) glad that you're doing that.
1: It's a small st- it's a small step, but it's something, right? I'm so glad,
0: yes. Okay.
1: And you know I'm all about movement activities.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: That's- and I'm going to tell you it's so easy. I'm going to tell you exactly how easy it is. It's way easier than the traditional speech therapy. It's- it takes so much less time and effort. Okay. Okay, gonna- we love
0: to hear that. We need that. We
1: got this. We got this. It is so easy. I'm- <laughs> okay. So we've got Kwanzaa. This is gonna be, I promise you, this is gonna be the easiest thing in the world. This is where I spent the big bucks, okay? you see all okay. the vegetables oh, from Africa? Wonderful.
0: look at that, well, wow.
1: I could use plastic, I could, I could, all right. So wow. I spent-
0: okay.
1: I'm gonna use these in the movement activities. So you know, you know this already, is that children that we work with, a lot of them are picky eaters, we're seeing more right. Issues, right? right? So I'm gonna use the real thing because if children play with the food, they get the juice on them. They lick it. It's right. not threatening. This is good. They're using uh-huh. So what do we do with this? I, I'm going to explain. It's gonna be so easy. Okay? I'm so
0: excited. <laughs> all
1: right, all right, this is gonna be so simple. All right, it's only gonna take me an hour to set up two different movement activities with checklist and everything, and I'm done for the week, one and
0: done. Wow, wow.
1: All 50 kids on my caseload are going to do the same activity. I'm just going to adjust it depending on the individual child, like a physical trainer would. So you Mm -hmm. have someone that just had a stroke, you adjust it, the bodybuilder's next, someone in the middle of the road next right. just the same activities depending on the individual client okay
0: okay and i did also just want to pause on the fact that you said that yeah. you have 50 kids on yes. your kid load and it only yeah. took you one hour to do yes. this for a heterogeneous yeah. group so yeah first of all okay That's important. <laughs> I just had to touch so on that much really quick
1: easier and the kids are going to be so engaged this is just- you're going to love this. This is the best thing I've done to improve the quality of my intervention in 20 years. And I've tried everything out there. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're going to love this. What it's called is TOM activities. TOM, T-O-M, which is okay. task-oriented movement activities. Ooh. There's no there's a job to be done. That. Okay, we, just stick with me. I'm, I promise it's easy, okay? Oh, I'm so, here. Uh, <laughs> the preschoolers have a job. They are importers, okay? They okay. are importing the fruits and vegetables from Africa to the United States. Those are my two movement activities. Yeah, Uh huh. and of course we use that word importing. You're gonna import it, which means take it to the United States. All right, we have that tier, do you see that tier two
0: vocabulary? Yes, Four. yes, yes,
1: All right. <laughs> I I'm love excited. it. Excited. Now we are going to say, okay, we have two bins, we have fruits and we have vegetables. Now, how is the child gonna import this banana to the fruit bin? They could use a scooter, they could use a balance beam, they could use river, go across river rocks, they could go across cushions, they could just walk it.
0: Right? Okay okay so see, you create
1: the the path yeah we have an okay. obstacle course okay oh so either right <laughs> so they're going to put it at the end inside of the banana the fruit bin or they're going to put it in the vegetable bin right mm-hmm. and do you see how you can change that obstacle course just like a physical just like a personal trainer would depending on the child so uh-huh. they- Now just walks over puts it in and comes back and then they check it off their checklist oh good
0: and you have pictures right
1: yeah yeah
0: okay
1: after a checklist now that was part of my hour so let's just think this out one movement station this was they had to fly an airplane they had to go to africa get the fruits and vegetables and they had to bring it to our kwanzaa meal and we had a fruit bowl and we had a vegetable bowl okay okay that's one movement activity done,
0: 15 okay.
1: done. All kids are going to do that this week. All 50 are going to do that. Other one, because red, black, and green are important in Kwanzaa, mm-hmm. the red tomato and put it in the red bin for the yeah. bin. The green is going to go in the green bin and the black is going to go in the black bin. It's a fruit market. So oh, the- it's a fruit yeah. market. China, I don't want you to fall off your chair. It's fun. I'm just like, I oh get my it. goodness, I love this. I get it. <laughs> it's fun. So what happens is, that, but really quickly, is they're importers. They're importing from Africa, right? And mm-hmm. they're bringing this to the United States, and they're bringing it to the fruit market. And how do fruit markets sell? They're by color. How they okay. support. Okay. So they go to the fruit market, and they're putting it in the... Black Ben, red bin, or green bin, the fruits and vegetables. How do they get there? So I have them push it on a scooter, and it's a train. So they got to import it by train. Choo, 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 push it over, put it in the fruit, right? Then they have to check it. Is it red? Is it green? Or is it black? So why? So that's the two activities. took less than an hour. I'm done. Wow. Monday, Friday. That's what I'm doing all week. Friday I'm gonna set up my new activity at the end of the week. It'll take an hour total maximum to make my checklist and mm-hmm. to set my activity. So you can see how you can just make it easier where some children might just walk three or five feet, throw it in, and they love doing that, throwing it in, and then coming back. Right. Might go on a scooter and come with mm-hmm. the some like, yeah,
0: so you get it. Some and might that's go. amazing. And that's good yeah. for the kinesthetic learners too.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that is how simple it is. So, why is it so beneficial? This yes. is great. Okay, you already know this. I believe one executive function, right? Yes. So, first, we have a problem. We need the fruits and vegetables. Let's make a plan. That's the plan.
0: Yes. Get and I love those movements park. that you're doing because kids Action. are very visible.
1: Yeah. Yes. Action. Take them on the train. And then check. Check it to completion. Oh, I love
0: that. That's
1: hard. Yeah.
0: yeah. So they love that.
1: that. Yeah. So there's the executive right. function. Got that done, right? Done language. How do we okay. how do we get the the fruit and vegetables to the fruit market? What do they say? First, right? Scoop up, uh, mm-hmm. pick the fruit. Then you get it.
0: Mm-hmm. Sequencing. Actually.
1: Yeah. Uh huh. And then you're gonna say next, and then we're gonna say throw it in the bin, and lastly. Check. Oh, I love that, <laughs> Lastly,
0: Oh, that's yeah. so
1: good. You're a checker. So you good. like your best, don't you? Mom, I do. I, that. Love that. Yeah. I love that.
0: I love that. It just, it just flows for them. I'm picturing my kids doing it now. They would. I think that they would love that the most. Yeah,
1: and because that's how. So you would do it. So then we have the, we have the, so we went to executive function, language, narrative skills. You tell yes. them how do you do it? And then they act it out. They tell you how, and they act it out great for language so we get executive function language literacy then yes. this is what's cool it improves speech it improves articulation tell so us how kelly I, yeah i know I know, <laughs> I know i feel like the QVC, like this is gonna improve <laughs> like right no, but, but it, it is though um it's from the physical therapy occupational therapy i stole it from them and i'm like wow. this is bad. But how does it improve speech? Working memory.
0: Okay. So, tell but, us more, tell
1: yeah. Us more. So they have to remember four steps, put them in order. That's the same thing as saying a multisyllabic word. Say the word. Mm. Then the word grasshopper. So what do I could say? Gap. They say grapper, or something, and they skip mm, it. Right. Yeah. So now they're building that working memory. That phonological process mm. and what happens what my research has shown is it improves speech so it's just like if you run a marathon if you do cycling
0: uh-huh. you're better
1: run right
0: right right yeah. the, uh,
1: so it's like the steps before it's that, that will that get you to the multi yeah of, of aerobic endurance in this case that, yeah that foundational skill of I can put together four pieces of information, sequence them, and blend them together. I'm doing that when I tell stories. I'm doing that when I'm solving problems. I'm doing that when I'm when I'm doing language activities. So I'm doing that when I talk. I find it interesting that fourth. This are these are your people. These school age people. Uh-huh. <laughs> your people. These were. I love it. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, in fourth grade, the school-age people that have childhood apraxia of speech, guess when they break down? When they say, Molly, Molly buys a muddy puppy. So when is that motor planning and programming, and when is it phonological processing working memory? Do you understand? It's like you have to sequence together how many syllables? Ma- right
0: oh that's right yeah you
1: you know 10 syllables and you got to sequence it together yes so that's working memory yes that's phonological processing so it's all connected so I love Tom's because we only have I only have 30 to 60 minutes a week that's it with all the kids on my caseload that's all I have
0: I want to create plan
1: right yeah I want, yeah. I look at this like, this, Tom, is the burpees. It's the burpees. It's that I'm going to work okay, every okay. body, and I'm going to change you in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Where I think a lot of speech therapy, people are doing wrist, um, what are these called? Wrist curls?
0: Yes. The, the <laughs> you know, and steady.
1: Yeah, or they're doing yeah. cat- and they're working one tiny little muscle. Like, let's work mm-hmm. on F sound. That's right. going to change the child. Right. But something like time, where it's like I'm working on everything at once, and it's going to be challenging. You're going like a burpee. You're going to create yeah,
0: be moving. And it's like high intensity the- interval training. You just knock yes. it up within 30 to 60 seconds and you get max results. So kind of remind us what TLA That's- stands for, because we have a few new people here on the call. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. What are we talking about, Tom? Tom? Huh? What does
1: Tom stand for? OK, let's start. OK, Tom is, Tom is going to change the quality of your therapy immensely. It's task oriented movement activities. There's a task to do. The child has to accomplish a task. And when the child accomplishes a task independently, children are going to use their own bodies in the most efficient way possible. Mm-hmm. We never touch the child. Never touch the child. Your job is to make that task challenging at that 80% challenge point, that 80% of the time this child can do it, 20% of the time they're falling. That's fine. They're going to get up. Right. uh, (laughs) Yeah, they'll get up. I haven't heard anyone yet. I don't know how that's happened. So that is what Tom is, is task-oriented movement activities. There's other sensory Mm integration activities that are passive. They do not help the child. Brushing the child, swinging the child, squeezing the child. That is where the the child is not doing anything. This is the opposite of that. You don't touch the child. You create the environment and step back. Hands up. So that's what I'm talking about. And it takes, so that's, you're like, Tom. And it's it's almost
0: like you're building their independence. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Okay. Huh? Okay.
0: I Let's said, it's back. like they're building their independence that
1: way. Yes. Yes. And that is another, this is I think the huge thing is internal locus of control. And what that means is that the child is in control of the learning. The child knows my efforts matter. The child knows that I determine whether I'm successful or not. If I took my finger out for the child to walk on that balance board, a, I'm doing the neuro motor, I'm doing the motor planning for them. I'm doing the motor planning mm-hmm. programming for them and my finger. But B, I'm also saying, you can't do this. I'm the adult, and I'm telling them, you can't do this when I stick that finger out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, and I, I, I don't know if you've done that. I've stuck my finger out, and do you know what happens? The child's two. It's cute. The oh, child,
0: the two-year-old, right. So yeah, right. and the
1: child's. Yeah, the child's five, and my finger's still sticking out. Right. I created learned helplessness all these years.
0: Right. So,
1: yeah, right. we, we. So, um, yeah, that, and
0: that slows our progress down. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, the progress has been amazing. What happens to these children? Why is Tom so important for the kids with autism spectrum disorder? Right. They don't have control over their bodies and space, okay? Mm -hmm. They're very locked in, and they don't have control over their environment, okay? Mm -hmm. A lot of them don't. And they don't have control of how they interact with other people. But when they do Tom activities, they're in control. They're in control of their bodies. They're in control of their environment. They're in control of how they interact with you. They're the boss, And it's so crazy how something comes over them. That's like, I'm alive. Mm -hmm. You see it in their eyes. Like I'm alive. I'm here. It's like Descartes. I think therefore I am like, I exist for once in this. Mm -hmm. I exist. Mm -hmm. I'm in control. So it's very powerful. If you have children with autism spectrum disorder, you want to do TOM because these children are not getting therapy. They're not getting motor intervention and they are locked in.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. So you can make a difference by creating. It takes an hour and I'm going to go back because you're like, Kelly, half the people are, came in late.
0: Yes. This is. The people want to know. (laughs) We're
1: celebrating Kwanzaa this week and it's very easy. I'm just going to tell you how easy it is. I bought. Fruits and vegetables that are in Africa. These are fruits and vegetables from Africa. Mm-hmm. And for Kwanzaa, you could use fake vegetables, fruit and vegetables. Okay? I, I went all out. I spent the big box. Okay? Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> I am, it, my room will be disgusting and smelly by the end of the week. Right, but, I'm sure. Yeah. messy. Uh, <laughs> uh, what I'm doing is I, I set up each week two movement activities for all 50 kids on my caseload. They're all diverse. Some are just working on our distortions. Some of them are working on pre-sign, um, uh, what is it, augmentative communication, all mm-hmm. levels. I set up two movement activities. They are going to be importers. They are going to take this fruit and vegetable from Africa to the United States. How are they going to do that? In one activity, they're going to fly, okay? So what I did is I did blue steps, and I even put some white cloud paper in between. Oh, that they- I love that. Oh, so creative. Yeah. yeah, preschoolers, they do that kind of stuff. So they're going to take this tomato and they're going to put it in the fruit or the vegetable bin after they go over the steps. So that is one movement activity. And then they're going to check it on their checklist. Tomato is a fruit. Yeah, check. We always use gesture. Yeah, and other activity. We. Well, I. Well, this only takes an hour total for my checklist, for all of my to be set up and I'm going to do it Monday through Friday all week it's the same activity for every kid on my caseload the other one we're going to have a fruit market they're going to take the fruit from Africa or the vegetable and because it is green they're going to put it in the green bin
0: Mm -hmm.
1: there's a Kwanzaa green red and black if it's red they're going to put it in the red bin at the fruit market and if it's black they're going to put it in the black bin By using real fruits and vegetables, this makes food less threatening, and they're better for them, because a lot of our kids are picky eaters. And if they get juice on them, they'll just lick it off. (laughs) They have fun. And they start eating. I love it when the kids start eating vegetables. I mean, it's kind of different. Yeah, eat it
0: up. Okay. It's good. So You get um, them to do it, yeah, while they're having fun, because I'm sure a lot of times parents are just like, how did you get them to do that?
1: Yeah. So it's just... (laughs) Yeah. So they're not sitting there at a table, focusing on the sensory aspects and how disgusting it is. They're moving mm-hmm. So This is what I do. Tom activities. I do it. I totally got rid of the table and chairs. I totally got, I only use that for assessments. I do have the kids sitting when they do the language portion.
0: Okay. So,
1: when they're telling the story, how do we, um, how do we get the fruits and vegetables? they will sit and tell me the story first so they'll okay. say first and i give them gestures mm-hmm. first pick pick the banana you know next right
0: mm-hmm. so and did I, you
1: create these gestures or are these fake the gestures and that's so i don't talk i don't want to talk right okay if i'm okay. Not talking then they're going to be, um, thinking that's what you do. You want to get rid of your verbal. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So I want to get rid of my verbal as soon as possible. Cause they're the boss. They're telling the stories we want them doing. Once again, we talked about that before mm. we want the word retrieval. We want right. the motor planning, the motor programming, the execution, we want them just like in the body. If I stuck my finger out, I'm saying you can't do it by yourself. If I'm giving them a verbal model, I'm saying you can't tell the story yourself.
0: Right.
1: Okay. I'll okay. Tell them to imitate me. So the gestures are very important. And the first thing I do is get rid of the auditory cues as soon as possible. It's just like don't touch the child, don't tell the child. Right. It. It's just as important. So the. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's amazing the time activities are and like I said, my hour I spend and I set everything up intricately. I take pictures of it. I share all of my checklists. I share everything I do. And I swear I spend no more than an hour total. With and you everything.
0: have three kids on yeah. your
1: kids' load, yeah.
0: all better fitness groups. Yeah. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. And one and done. Like I said, I'm mm-hmm. not doing it all week. And then, the, and then Friday, Friday afternoon, I'm like, time to set up new activities. Monday through Friday, Friday afternoon. And the kids love it. They love it. And do you know it's like you were saying also about interval, kids need to move.
0: Yep, they do. So,
1: yeah, the research says preschoolers have to move their bodies every 5 minutes.
0: They can't mm. sit at the table for 30 minutes straight, right? Yes, um, yes. So I wonder what that age what is that age cuz I'm thinking about my kindergartners too. Yeah. A lot of times yeah. I'd bear I my preschoolers and my kindergartners together because it's pre-K four. Awesome. so is that about the same age range? Yeah. About to yeah. six years old? Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah, they say that five to six year olds have a six minute. It's like the same as their age where mm-hmm. they can sit and focus. But what that, what that movement does also, we know from the research, and you know this already, is it is it activates the, the dopamine and the parasympathetic nervous system. So they're in an optimal rate for learning. It's it's Mm -hmm. all about, we don't talk enough about quality. I was surprised too about the quality of your speech therapy sessions. Everyone's like, dosage, you need to get 100 productions. You need 150, no, you need 170 productions. Mm -hmm. And what my research showed is quality matters a lot. And quality, Mm -hmm. if you've got kids
0: telling stories, you're going to get huge gains oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. get them to telling stories so you know i'm so glad that you brought that up the way to get them to telling stories is to build the foundational skill because i yeah. think a lot of times a the speech therapist and i'm guilty of this too you know i'll have the book and i'll read the story to them and i'll ask them the wh questions yeah. but for the preschool through Kindergarten. How do we get them to the point to where they can retell the story, especially yeah. if they have expressive language delays?
1: Yeah, so
0: I think that that is just so excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have those checklists? Do you? Because mm-hmm. I know you have yeah. a lot of freebies on your website. If yeah, you have, is there anything
1: for I'm all? I have a Facebook group every week, and I take pictures on my Facebook group. You can see it through my website of my two movement activities, what the theme is. And then I give the and share all of my checklists and all my signs that I use for emergent literacy. Like, this is the fruit sign, and this is the vegetable sign, and this is the Africa, and this is the United States sign, because, you know, they're importing.
0: Yes. Oh, them mm-hmm. are importers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's kind, of <sighs> That's kind of sneaking in the social studies aspect of it, too, for them. Yeah. For the education yeah. side. So thank you so yeah. much. Where can people oh. The your Facebook page and everything. Mm-hmm. So they can just reach out to you if they have any questions and just find everything that you have. have oh, to- yeah. I share,
1: I share everything for free that I do every week. I just say if I'm going to do it for my parents, if I'm going to do it for my children, I'll just share it with anyone that, you know, would like it, you know, just, you know, it's free for me to do to share it. So I'm so happy to. Thank
0: you, Kelly. Yeah, Thank you. You're awesome. I give you a round of applause. Thank you. I give you, I give you all the kudos. Mm-hmm. That contact activity is so cute. So yeah. I will definitely be heading over to your Facebook. I can't believe oh. I don't have you as a Facebook friend uh-huh. yet. So
1: we're going to have Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you go to my uh, website, kellyvestslp.com. which I say Tom is everything I, and I have no affiliation with Tom Tom's from the physical therapy occupational therapy field I feel like Robin Hood I went over there I stole it and Brian here is so good so check that out it is that good yes Tom everybody Tom Tom it's called Tom And I also, by the way, at speechpathology.com, the third, I just finished a series for them. The third series is on Tom. Tom is on the third series. Yeah, Tom's big. I I want you to email me and tell me about Tom. (laughs) Tell me how much you love Tom. Yes, because I have my
0: preschool life. book. I have my preschool group yeah. tomorrow, so I'll be definitely incorporating yeah. them. They're gonna love it, and they're gonna love you too. Yeah. They're gonna be like, <laughs> "Okay, Miss Evans has us moving the whole session. We're not just reading books <laughs> and doing puzzles yeah. and games." So, yes, they they will definitely love you for it. And I just really appreciate yeah. you for coming on and sharing your knowledge with us. Yeah.
1: Well, keep changing the world and making it a better place. And I, what I like about you, I think we could all learn from you, is you take all of your energy and you focus.
0: Unfortunately, the audio cut out. But if you missed what Kelly said, um, she can be followed on Kelly Vest SLP. That's on Instagram and Facebook. And please go ahead and check out her website, KellyVestSLP.com. She has amazing freebies on her website. Um, As you've heard, she is a brilliant speech pathologist, and I'm so happy to have had her. Please be on the lookout for more episodes from Pediatric Speech Sister.